Hey, this is John Straza, and uh, this is a Sower Seeds podcast. Welcome today. We're going to talk about how we should pray in times like these. Um, everybody's going through difficult times. So they say they're, that they're uncertain. Um, and I agree with that statement, but I also agree that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, so he is certain. Um, so I do want to talk, though, how to pray, because uh, a lot of people are wondering, you know, how do I pray about circumstances like a virus going throughout the world and um, businesses are closed and people are home? And um, I do see a lot of people talking about Psalm 91. We spoke about that in the last episode, and I agree that's just a perfect thing, you know, if you were... would pray the, the words that are in there. Um, no plague shall come near my dwelling. You can pray for your community that way. And I just want to talk about the power of our words. And I wanted to bring up Proverbs 18 and 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now that's a very powerful statement. And, and the, the rest of the verse says, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I think really what that's saying is whichever side of that you love, that's the fruit you're going to get. It's either life or death. And what's going on today has a lot to do with what you're hearing. You're hearing things on the news. You're hearing things from your friends. You're hearing things from your employers. You're hearing things from your counties, you know, and, or wherever you are. You're getting emails. You're getting information, uh, social media. And it's vast, and it's all over the place. And it's from one extreme to the other. And then you have people who are just saying things, and you're hearing that. These are words. That's what you're hearing. Thousands of them every day. And one, I would just suggest you not listen to all of it, uh, because there's a lot of inaccuracies, uh, either on one extreme or the other, and we don't even know what the inaccuracies are. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm just here to say that the chances of inaccuracies coming through social media and things are very high. So you don't really want to focus on that. You want to focus on God's word. But you do also want to focus and be careful about the things you say. And this says it right here. It's true, too. Look at anybody's long-term, you know, over the years, if they tend to be speaking death all the time or negativity, they, they tend to have that in their life. And you get people who are just much more positive, they have that in their life. It says it, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And Jesus spoke to us, uh, it was in John, I think John 6 and 63, he was saying that the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And what he was saying is that the words that he speaks have life in them. And you know, when we speak his word, it has life. It's spirit. When you speak God's word and you're believing it, it's like what Jesus was saying. It's kind of a mystery in a way, but it's still true. It's spirit. It has life. It would be a good way to see it. There's life in it and there's power in it. So how do we pray? You know, if we, if we look at these two things, death and life are in the power of the tongue. That means we have to be responsible for the things we say. So that's one thing. And then Jesus is saying that his word is spirit. Well, he's given that to us as well. He's given us his word. So the things that we speak, that's spirit too. It's saying it's powerful. 
So how do we pray? Well, there's a few things we can do as far as praying is concerned. And I'm just going to go over a few of them here. And I think it'll help you in your life a great deal, especially in times like this. But it's something you can keep for every day, even when things are great. One, speak and declare God's promises right from his word. You know, we were talking about Psalm 91 and and it was saying, no plague shall come near my dwelling. And there's other promises and you know, I shall walk through the valley of the shadow of death and I'll fear no evil. And, and the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not lack any good thing. And how the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. These are all promises that belong to you. They're truths that belong to you as a child of God. So you can just pray those things. You have thousands of things you could read in the Bible and you can pray those things, believing it and, and basically saying, I know there's something going wrong out there in the world, but I'm going to pray not only for my family and my life and my home, but my neighborhood and my county and the state that I live in and and the country that I live in and the world in which I live. And I'm going to declare the promises of God. There's nothing wrong with that, people. It's, It's what the Lord wants you to do. He wants you to speak his promises. You can say, the Lord is my father. and It's not his will that this virus is going all over the place and the businesses are closing down and, and all these people are getting sick and all these problems are happening and fear has just taken over. That's not his will. You can pray God has not given us the spirit of fear. You see what I'm saying? So use God's word directly to pray. Find anything you find that just applies to whatever it is you're going through. There, again, there's thousands of choices. You could, you could read anywhere in the Word, and you can just see these amazing promises that God has given you. Look at Psalm 103. Forget not all the benefits of the Lord, who has healed all my diseases and forgiven all my iniquities and pulled me out of this, this pit, and, and on and on. You see, so pray those things. That's one thing you can do right out of His Word. It's just trusting in who your Father is and knowing His good will is to give you salvation. Your salvation includes everything. It includes being protected and delivered and healed and made whole and kept safe and sound. That's what your salvation is. You can just say, Lord, I pray salvation over not only my family, but the block I live on and my business that uh, I work for or the business that you own for, for the hospital that's nearby You can pray salvation. Just speak it. It may sound funny, but just speak it. Lord, I pray your salvation over this hospital that's in this town that that I live in. I pray your salvation and health over the the Main Street businesses and their families and, and the health of the people that are running them. You know, God wants good for you and your community. Pray good then. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And people who speak negative and fear all day long, they just make themselves sick, unfortunately, and and you don't want to do that. So use God's word. Another thing is pray earnestly. You know, James was talking about how Elijah prayed that that wouldn't rain on the earth. James 5 and 17, Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, but he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth for the space of three and a half years. And that's amazing. But one of the main words in that verse in, uh, in James 5 and 17 
was earnestly. And earnestly is really important for us, especially now, but always, brothers and sisters, it's always important. You know, God is your father. You don't want to approach him just kind of a, in a half-baked way. You always want to be earnest and heart-to-heart and eye-to-eye and soul-to-soul. And that's just that kind of thing where you, when you're talking to God, it's, there's an earnestness to it, especially when we're in trouble. Even David is saying in Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and, and the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea? You know, he's saying that, that God is a very present help in trouble. That's another promise for you. God is a very present help in trouble. That's Psalm 46, right in the beginning. Look that up and get that in your heart. So you can pray these things. The reason I'm saying, you know, how do we pray is a lot of people approach God with the Lord, please do this for me. And that's okay. There's a place for that. But it's not your only way to pray. And a lot of people have very weak prayer lives because they only go to God when they feel they need something in in a problem area of their life. And then they say, just Lord, if it's your will, would you please just do this? That's a pretty weak prayer. That's not the kind of prayer that Jesus taught us about. It's not the examples we see in the scriptures. The examples we see in the scriptures where people declared God's word. That's your, that's your prayer. And you know what? Um, in, speak, in terms of speaking earnestly, you speak God's word like you believe it. God is a very present help in trouble. That's a great thing to declare. And your prayer is, Lord, thank you that you are a present help in trouble. I can't wait to see what you're going to do. And I speak your blessings over my community. I speak your word that says, no plague shall come near our dwelling. And I thank you for that. I believe you. And praise him for that. You see the difference between, oh Lord, please, I'm afraid. Would you just do something? And you know, God will hear you. It's just not much of a prayer. It doesn't benefit anybody else around you. It may benefit you and and maybe, but that's just not what we're talking about here. There's a better way to pray. And it's by believing God's word and, and, and wrapping it in praise, you know? And you know, for those, I, I, I laugh at this one, but I, I really like this one in some ways as much as the other. It's like, Lord, help. It's because you really don't know what to say or something has happened and it's taken you by surprise and you just don't know what to say. Lord, God, Father in heaven, help. That's actually a good prayer. There's nothing wrong with that one. And if you have to pray that way and if that's where you're at, God bless, will bless you, but wrap it in praise and thanksgiving. Say, God, help, please help. And I thank you for your help, because I know that you will. I don't know what else to pray, Lord. Help. Help my community. Help this block that I live on. Help this home that I'm living in. Help the business that I work for. Help the business that I own. Help the the emergency workers. Help the hospital workers. Help the doctors. Help, Lord. And I thank you that you will answer my prayer. That's awesome. So there's nothing wrong with just help. (laughs) So don't be afraid to do that. And again, wrap that help 
in praise. Come to him just thanking him first that you know he's God and he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And that, Lord, I don't know what to say, but just help. And then thank him again for that. Just praise him. You see, so there's a big difference between this fearful, worried prayer. And God will hear you if that's where you're at. He, he sees it. He already knows. But if you want to pray, you pray for a reason. And I'm trying to encourage you to step out of that place of weakness and step into a place of strength, which isn't based on your feelings, by the way. I'm sure a lot of people are not real happy right now. And that's the way it is. But they, it doesn't mean that they're not powerful and that they don't have the word of God in them. You have the word of God in you. You have Christ living within. You have the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in you. I mean, that's powerful. You have the word of God, the living word of God, which Jesus said is spirit at your disposal. So you use it. You use it. You know, my wife Lisa woke up this morning and wrote these words, and she sent them to me so I could have them exactly as, as she wrote them. She said, I wrote this this morning. We are in the roaring 20s. Now, that might re remind you of the 1920s when you had the roaring 20s, but she didn't mean that. It was the 2020 that we live in now, roaring. And she put a scripture down saying, Be sober, mindful, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And then Peter goes on to say, resist him. That was the answer. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. That's a powerful scripture. That's 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. And he's saying, be sober-minded. And that really means don't be full of fear. If you're full of fear, you are not sober-minded. I'm sorry, I don't mean to even be that harsh, but if you are fearful, you are not sober-minded and you won't be watchful. He's saying be sober-minded, be watchful. And you have the ability to do that, or he wouldn't say do it. This is the Holy Spirit writing. Your adversary is saying because your adversary, the devil, prowls around. He's always looking for something to destroy and kill and steal. That's what he does. We've talked about that. Jesus said, the enemy comes, the thief comes, and the only reason he comes is to kill, steal, and destroy. And Jesus said, he came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. You have to remember the word of God. You have to remember who you are, what you have. So yeah, the enemy's roaring real loud right now throughout the whole world. He's roaring and he's, using words, and words are coming out. Diseases, and viruses, and this, and doom, and gloom. You're hearing these words come at you. And that's why life and death are in the power of the tongue. The enemy knows that words are important. So he uses words to disturb people. And that's how he goes about. Throwing out words for you to hear and cause fear. But Isaiah wrote and prophesied, saying in Isaiah 54, this is a powerful scripture. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And look at this. And every tongue, what's that? Words. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Did you see that? 
and this is the Lord talking in this directly, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In every tongue, meaning every word, which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. That's powerful, people. I had to stand this on this scripture when uh, one of my daughters was in a deadly car accident. And I saw her in a bed. She had already, from what we understand, died twice that morning. And her future was terrible, as far as what the doctors were saying. And I stood on this. This was a weapon that was formed against her and our whole family. And I stood on this scripture and watched miracle after miracle after miracle happen. And I stood on God's word. I didn't get afraid and shake and say, oh, Lord, please. And this. I said, Lord, this is your word. You're the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. And I stood on that and within hours saw major miracles to, to bring my daughter back to nearly full health. You'd never know she was in an accident. And I stood on these things. You see, I've had to practice these things. I don't just talk about this. I've had to live this. And this is so important. And so here we, again, we have this verse, Isaiah 54 and 17. It looks like this is really the centerpiece today. I'm, I'm just on this one. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You can pray that. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. This virus that's floating around out there is a weapon. And it's not a godly weapon. It's a, it's a demonic weapon. It comes from the thief. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue, every word that rises against you in judgment, to bring judgment against you, you shall condemn. It didn't say God will condemn. This is God talking to you, saying, no, you will condemn it. He says, because this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me. He's saying, you're going to speak. You're going to say something. This is where Christians don't understand that they have a say and a part in this. It's not just, Lord, please take this away. It's, Lord, I have your word and I'm going to pray your word and I'm going to be in faith. You don't have to swing your arms and punch and punch the devil. No, forget that. Just speak God's word. Speak his promises. And resist. Peter said it in that verse. Resist the devil and you would resist him. That's basically just saying no. No, 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 no. That's not what's going to happen here. God is a very present help in trouble. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. You see the difference? And this says you shall condemn. You know, every tongue that rises you will condemn. Well, condemn really means to ex express like a complete disapproval of something or, or to bring a, a punishment to it. And I love this one, to officially declare it unfit for use. In other words, you will condemn the lies that are flying out in the air and you won't receive them in your heart. You will say, no, I resist that. Not going to take that in. My God has a, a great word and I'm trusting his word. And I'm going to believe it. And I'm going to stand on it. And that is how we pray today. And you know, like I said before, if some of this is, is new to you and all you can do is say, Lord, I, I don't know what's going on, 
please help my community. Please help the world in which I live. Please help the government that runs this nation that I live in. And this is every nation around the world is facing this one way or another. There are many nations that I'm speaking about. Lord, help my community. Help them get back on their feet. Work miracles in the land. You can pray that way. I would just also encourage you to add praise and thanksgiving because that praise and thanksgiving is your way of saying, and Lord, I believe it. Declare that, Lord, I believe it. And I thank you. And I know that you're going to do this. I'm laying this at your feet. And I know, and I'm standing here praying for my community. And I may not be the best prayer person in the world, Lord, but I am praying that you will move in my community. And I thank you that you'll do it. And I know that you will. And I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. And brothers and sisters, I encourage you to pray that way. Pray in faith, whatever you pray. Pray God's word. If you see it, look in something in the word. Like, like I was reading before, no weapon formed against you should prosper. You can pray that. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper because the Lord said that. And because he said it, it's true, and I believe it. And I'm going to pray that way. And all these things that are coming against you, all this negativity, it's no, 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 no. Push it back and say, uh-uh-uh, not in my heart, not in my mind. I'm guarding my heart because out of it flow the issues of life. Guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is saying, leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. I hope this is a blessing to you. I hope that you uh, walk in faith. Read Psalm 91 again. There's many promises in there that you can pray. Read some of these verses, Isaiah 54 and 17 and 1 Peter 5, 8, and 9, and look through the, the Bible. Just say, Lord, direct me in the Bible today. and Show me this many, many scriptures and promises that I can just pray and believe and thank you for. You know, come into his presence with praise and thanksgiving. That's Psalm 100. You know, enter into his courts. He's saying, come to him with thanksgiving and praise because he is who he is. And, and dear ones, just remember, God is on the throne. He is. And he has a way to work all this mess out. You just stand there in his presence. He wants people to love him and believe him. And when you, I, I don't care if you're just one person in your community. If all you did was say, Lord, help this community. I believe you. I thank you. And I, and I pray right out of Psalm 91 that no plague is going to come near this city. And I believe you and I thank you. If you're just one person in a community that does that, it will matter. Oh, isn't that amazing? Praise God today. So bless you all for listening today. I hope that this was a blessing for you. And we are going to see you next time. God bless you.